In the Gospel reading, we hear the story of Jesus making a visit to the home of Mary and Martha. Let us stand for the reading of the Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 10th chapter. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village. And a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. This is the gospel of the Lord. I had a lady tell me once, uh, she said, um, I have company coming, and... um, I'm glad the company is coming because then I have to clean my house. Because when company comes, you want it to look nice. And if, and if it's special company, you put special effort into it. I have a friend, she hires a cleaning woman to come to her house. And before the cleaning woman comes, see, see, see? Before the cleaning woman comes, she cleans. Because she doesn't want the cleaning lady to know that she has a dirty house. Company is coming. And you want to do the very best for your company. And the the more important the company is, the more fuss you go to. The meal, the cleaning, everything has got to be just right, because you want to be the perfect hostess. Isn't that right, ladies? And so one day, Jesus of Nazareth came to visit in the home of a good friend, Martha and Mary and Lazarus. The rabbi's coming, the preacher's coming. And she wanted to make it the very best she could have, and she was in the kitchen, cooking and cooking and cooking. She wanted to make it the very best she could, and she put everything into it. Now, I had that experience with my mother. Uh, we, uh, for all of our married life, Val and I have lived in, in the Midwest. We lived in Illinois and in Iowa and Arkansas. And once a year, we would drive out to New York. My folks lived in New York City on Staten Island. We'd drive out to, uh, to visit our mom and dad. And when I got there, we got there. My mother always had this big meal. And it was always a pleasure to put our feet underneath that table. But mom wasn't at the table. She'd sit down, she'd eat a couple of bites, and she'd go in the kitchen. And she'd come back, eat a couple of bites, and go out in the kitchen. She always had something to do in the kitchen. And I'd say, Mom, we're here, we're here, let's sit down and talk. Okay, and then she'd go to the kitchen. I'm just going to get the coffee. I'll just get the cream. I'll just get the pie. Mother, mother, sit down and talk to us. And my mom would say, no, no, this is my job. This is my duty. 
Now let me do my job. Well, that's, that's Martha. She was just doing her job. She wanted to make it all very nice. But she didn't have to do all that stuff. And so I'm going to ask this question. Did you see the, did you see the sermon title this morning? See, the question is, if Jesus came to your house, would ladies, would you serve him frozen pizza? <laughs> See, would you just go down to Walmart and buy a couple of pizzas and buy a couple of bottles of Pepsi and plunk them down on the table and say grace and listen to him? Would you do that? Ah, oh, gee, I, you know, I think that's, that'd be really hard, wouldn't it? Because that's not what you do for, for Jesus. Not hardly. And yet at that moment, at that meal, that's exactly what Martha had to do. She didn't have to make all that food. All she needed to do was to get a pizza, maybe a pepperoni or a cheese, whatever, and some Pepsi, and sit down and listen to Jesus. And for all her hard work, all Martha got was a scolding. And her do-nothing sister got the praise. Because at that moment, what Martha needed to do was sit down and listen. I wondered a long time ago where this story of Mary and Martha came from. Why was, why was this story remembered? Because there's so much that Jesus did that was not remembered. And it seems to me that St. Luke got this story from Martha herself. Now, in the book of Acts, at the very beginning of the book of Acts, uh, St. Luke tells us that he really wanted to write a complete story of Jesus. There were lots of stories about Jesus being going around, and there was a lot of stuff being written. And so at the beginning of the Gospel according to St. Luke, he says, since many have undertaken to set down an orderly account of the events that have been fulfilled among us, there's lots of writing going on, just as they were handed on to us by those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and servants of the, servants of the Lord, I too decided, St. Luke writes, after investigating everything carefully from the very first, to write an orderly account. St. Luke wanted to write an orderly account, and I believe, I believe that he went and he talked to people. Do you remember in the Christmas story how it says in, in Luke chapter 2 that Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart? Remember that? How did he know that? How did Luke know what was going on in Mary's heart? Oh, I know. He talked to her. Years after the resurrection, I believe, St. Luke went and found Mary and, and heard the Christmas story. And one of the things she said was, you know, all these years, I've thought about that time the angels came in the time Jesus was born, I've thought about that. And I've, I've pondered it in my heart. Now, I've told you from time to time that I have, I have certain minority opinions when it comes to Scripture. 
It's not wrong, but it's just not the majority opinion. And this is another one of those, because I believe, I believe that St. Luke went and visited Martha and Mary and Lazarus. They lived in Bethany. And Bethany was just a mile and a half from Jerusalem. And I think one day St. Luke decided, well, I'm going to go talk to these folks. After, after all, Martha and Mary and Lazarus were some of Jesus' best friends. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. And he talked to, Mary, to Martha. And Martha told the story about the time, about the time she was trying to be the perfect hostess and her sister was being the perfect disciple. And how Jesus chided her and set her straight. And I think, I believe that in this story of Mary and Martha, Martha is talking to us. And she's saying to us, there are times when you have to put everything down. When you have to set down all of your responsibilities, all of your duties, even all of the stuff that society imposes on you, you have to set it all down and sit at the feet of Jesus and just listen. You just have to listen. At his baptism, a dove appeared and a voice said from heaven, this is my beloved son. That's my boy. Listen to him. Listen to him. I think of uh, when Jesus was tempted and, and the second temptation, Satan said, well, take these rocks and turn them into bread. And Jesus said, no, no. Because the word of God says, you shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That's what this is about. And Martha is telling us, you have to set everything down and listen. One of the reasons you come here this morning is to listen. We come to sing, we come to pray, we come to fellowship, but one of the reasons you're here is to listen. For some people, that's all church is about, listening. I heard a guy say, he went to church and he told the, the, the person next to him, wake me up when the preaching starts. Because I'm here to listen. But listening is hard. When I sit out where you are, I find listening to be hard. For all kinds of reasons. But one of the reasons is that we bring a lot of baggage in. We got a lot of stuff on our minds. And I don't know what's on your mind, but my feeling is, my feeling is, a lot of you come in with some with some distracting baggage. Now, when we meet each other and greet each other, we say, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just fine, I'm just fine. No, we're not all just fine, are we? And a lot of times, the stuff that's on our minds prevents us from listening. Many years ago, you know, women used to, uh, uh, used to put a roast in the oven and go to church, right? How many of you remember that? See, used to put the roast in the oven and to go to church, and they spend the whole church time 
wondering if the house was burning down. <laughs> and they couldn't listen because they worried about the house. They were being distracted. And I think to some extent or other, for most of us, that happens whether you've got family problems that are on your mind. Or financial problems, or relationship problems, or church problems. I think there are all kinds of distractions. And some people are worried about poverty and feeding the poor. You can, you can worry about all kinds of stuff. And then you come here to listen, and with all that stuff, it's hard to listen. And when you come to church, that's Martha stuff. It's not unimportant. I'm not saying it's unimportant, but that's Martha stuff. And if people are going to listen, they have to clear all that stuff out of their minds. Martha's problem was she was so busy she couldn't listen. So I, I would hope that now you can get rid of all that Martha stuff. And you're ready to listen. One of the things about the Mary Martha story that bugs me is that I would much rather have known what Jesus said to Mary rather than the chewing out he gave to Martha. Wouldn't you? The teaching of Jesus is much more important than what he said to Martha. Yet, this is, that is not there because Martha's telling us the story about herself and she's saying it to us, listen. And so if we want to listen to Jesus, then we, I have to make it up. What did Jesus say? I don't know what he said. but I know what the heart of his message was. At the heart of the message of Jesus Christ was the kingdom of God. We've talked about that. The kingdom of God. Not the democracy of God. Not the republic of God. Not where you have a vote. It's a kingdom. And we've said for a couple of weeks that, that as people in the kingdom of God are obedient, they're free. Obedience leads to freedom. Jesus talked about the kingdom of God. And, and one of the most famous things he ever said was this. Seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness and all that Martha stuff will be taken care of. Did you hear that? If you seek God's kingdom first, all the Martha stuff will be taken care of. Jesus had the teaching about priorities, what comes first. And Jesus said, oh, the kingdom of God comes first. He said, I come first. Of all the great religious teachers ever lived Jesus is the only one who called people to himself and not to his teachings. Jesus preached and taught himself. 
He said, come to me. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. He called people to himself. He called people to obedience. He called people to the kingdom of God. Seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness, and all the Martha stuff takes care of itself. Did you, did you hear that? That's hard to hear. And it's hard to do. There's a wonderful line from one of Peter's letters. It says, Cast all your cares upon him because he cares about you. Don't you love that? The great casting. Cast all your cares upon him. Give him all that Martha stuff because he cares about you. We find that very difficult to do. I mean, we cast it and then we take it back. Anybody else do that besides us? Huh? Yeah, we, we do that. We cast it. Lord, you can have this. Now please give it back. And so we take our own burdens and we take them home. But Jesus said, don't do that. He said, listen now. Listen. Seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness. And all the Martha stuff will take care of itself. And that's true. Did you hear it? Is it sinking in? Did you hear it? Let me wrap it up this way. If I asked you, if Jesus came to supper and you served him frozen pizza, and you said, yes, I would, then you have your priorities straight. 